재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 The economic situation in Venezuela has seemingly gone from bad to worse Uh, becoming an unmitigated disaster. Now, amid a desperate shortage of basic goods and hyperinflation, many citizens have even resorted to picking through garbage heaps to avoid starvation. So to help us learn more about this very tragic and uh, certainly unfortunate situation, joining us on the line from the University of Sydney, lecturer in Latin American Studies, Dr. Luis Fernandez. Hello. Oh, hello. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for joining us. Uh, uh, first... What do we know so far as far as all these um, anecdotes coming about, people uh, starving? How difficult right now is the economic situation in Venezuela? Um, well, um, uh, thanks very much for the invitation, first of all. I'm happy, um, very happy to talk with you. Well, the situation in Venezuela is um, very dramatic in economic terms, uh, for sure. Um, those reports that uh, you were outlining certainly cannot be um, really generalized throughout the country, but um, in uh, very many parts of the country, and particularly the working classes, are um, um, doing it very tough, uh, so to speak. There is a growing shortage of um, basic um, foods, and and there is as well a very important shortage of uh, medicine. Um, This is really aggravating rather than um, um, improving at the moment, so that uh, there is a concern that um, people um, can start to basically enter into a very dangerous situation of poverty. Now, whether one is a policy analyst or uh, an economist, a lot of people will automatically look at the previous Hugo Chavez Uh, administration and say, well, there's at least a correlation, maybe uh, a causality to those uh, policies of state ownership, price controls, um, uh, excessive spending. Uh, Is there a consensus that uh, we can attribute a lot of this uh, from the previous uh, Chavez regime? Uh, Well, I think there is no consensus because actually it would be very difficult to um, attribute all what has been happening to um, the so-called uh, state intervention into the economy. Um, there is certainly a certain, um, if you want, streams of economic thinking that um, too rapidly just jump onto that type of argument, basically suggesting that um, it was um, the increase in um, state intervention into the economy that led to this situation. Um, there, is, there is certainly um, the possibility of questioning some of the decisions made by both Chavez um, and Maduro's government um, in, in that uh, plane of activity, in the sense that, for instance, some of, some of the nationalization of companies have not been very successful. Yet, uh, nonetheless, we need to remember that still the largest uh, share of the Venezuelan economy remains in private um, ownership. Mm -hmm. Um, That is basically in the hands of um, actors who are not really just um, state-controlled. That amounts to approximately 70%. So the picture is a little bit more complex. Um, On the one hand, there is evidence that um, uh, really there's been a not very successful um, attempt at diversifying the economy through um, partial state intervention, and that certainly is a responsibility of um, governments who have not fulfilled that role. But on the other hand, it's not really uh, true that um, it's the only cause of this traumatic situation. And that being said, you mentioned uh, President Maduro. Is there any sense that uh, there does seem to be some responsibility laid up? After all, he is the one in charge. Um, Some people say uh, 
that they consider him to be at least an ideological um, ally of the previous president, but as far as mitigating the damage that may have occurred because of external factors? Um, in that respect, uh, certainly he has not been successful. Um, again, I think that Maduro should not, be, um, um, should not be singled out as really as the only person responsible for this. Um, he inherited um, structural conditions that um, already had been created, not only uh, by the governments of Hugo Chavez, but by um, an economy and a society that had never really just uh, lived um, uh, rented in, since uh, oil was started to be extracted in the early 20th century. So in that respect, um, there is certainly continuity of um, the trends that uh, Chavez had started, and there has been very little creativity that needs to be considered, I think. And um, Maduro, in that respect, has not really just shown um, um, strong skills to be creative in um, addressing this crisis. But um, again, I think in fairness to basically all Venezuelans and the um, government at the moment, um, inherited conditions need to be taken into account. It is certainly a difficult economic environment for everybody, whether you're talking about China or the Eurozone or even here in Korea. Uh, is this an isolated crisis in your view or is there a risk of a contagion uh, phenomenon that could spread through Latin America or even to other emerging markets like South Korea? Well, I think uh, um, your question is very important uh, because there is a concern that um, uh, when uh, you see this type of symptoms in a country such as uh, Venezuela, they might not be just uh, the sign of an isolated um, malady, but actually just um, um, one link in a longer chain. And in my view, actually, we are going to see that uh, Latin American um, uh, countries in general, um, unless there is a, a medium-term change, uh, basically, in their structural uh, conditions regarding diversification of their economies, which has been the goal of um, um, Latin American governments uh, for decades, they are going to be subjected yet again to very many impositions um, due to their, their dependency on um, um, resource extraction. This, of course, is going to affect as well, I think, uh, countries which uh, have been developing a stronger ties uh, with countries in Latin America, such as China, and um, as well some other um, emerging um, economies, because uh, certainly the um, possibility of um, uh, getting good returns for investments uh, in these countries is going to appear a little bit more um, um, uh, complicated. And I think um, in particular China, but other countries, are going to be more cautious in the way in which uh, they approach basically these economies, and certainly I think more tactical in the way they invest. This is going to affect both uh, Latin American governments, but as well I think it's going to condition a little bit the maneuvering of the Chinese government, who is going to probably perhaps start to look for other um, allies, um, an ideological allies perhaps in the continent. Is there any room for optimism here? Are there any steps or whether oil prices rebound or any other things that could help uh, heal this situation right now? Well, I think um, optimism needs to be there, but as well realism. Of course, goodwill do not really just uh, solve um, economic problems, and at the moment uh, the crisis seems to be a structural. Um, I think uh, the hopes need to be uh, brought into the uh, nest of uh, political dialogue. And uh, basically, um, uh, political orientation could um, um, facilitate uh, the search um, for solutions.
American and elsewhere. So I think um, uh, it's a little bit, of course, um, a short-term remedy to expect that um, oil prices, of course, um, re um, bring right. a remedy to these problems. But in the medium term, um, they would not be a solution. And in that sense, Venezuela in particular is a country that should not be depending on that type of um, right. fluctuation. We're going to have to leave it there. Dr. Fernandez, thank you very much for joining us. Appreciate no, it. Thanks for your call. Cheers. Thank you. We've got Soul City News up next.